holidays, I was introduced to Schitt's Creek. Were you? I was. And, I'm, <laughs> and I was pleasantly surprised. I don't want to give anything away for that, that podcast episode, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I was, I was, it was funny. Well, you know, what's interesting yesterday I was hanging out with a friend and I was saying that I was recording this podcast and she was like, Oh, what's it about? And I told her, and she said, you know, what's a Canadian show that is actually really funny that I thought I would hate. And it was Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. And I said, really? And she said, I know, don't make that face. It's actually like, it's funny. So now that you're saying this, I don't know. I know. No, I, we, we have to do an episode. I think I probably wouldn't have suggested it over and over. Like I probably mm-hmm. would have put it on the back burner and said, let's never do it. But my sister was, I was staying at her house and she turned it on. She said, watch it. And it was really funny. And I just, we jumped in at the, like the end of the first season or whatever. And I still could follow. And okay. then we came home, we started watching like the, the beginning of the season. So it was worth it for us to like actually keep going. So I stopped watching it cause I didn't want to get too far in when, if we were going to do the episode, but, um, I really think we should do it because it, it was funny. Okay. I'm down. I'm down. Awesome. For that. Um, and happy new year. Happy New Year. This is crazy. We are so behind. <laughs> I know. Um, we just spent like, you know, a 40 minutes just chatting. And so now we're on podcasting, but we're yeah. also two weeks past New Year's mm-hmm. for our New Year special. Um, yeah, we're, I think, on on track with how late we are usually. Yeah, with- we're usually pretty late. I mean, the Christmas episode was late, but it still was before Christmas. It was before, I feel like it was pretty good. Oh, it was pretty that good. Was pretty yeah. good timing. Not yeah. not the quality, but the <laughs> not quality debatable. But you know the timing. But timing, good. I think we're right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so okay, yeah. Um, but then I also I went out to dinner with um, uh, my husband and uh, my sister and and her husband. I went out mm-hmm. for dinner and we got on the topic of podcasts. It's really weird to say husband. Like no, I I was just gonna comment. I was like. Oh, that's so weird. Soft, and I was like, I'm so old. And then I just wanted to say like my, my, sh- my, sh- my shizzy, like, I don't know, like just something not husband. It's, it feels, it feels. As scary. long as if you start saying hubby, that's when I disconnect and just close the computer. <laughs> Are you someone that says hubby? Um, no, we've never called each other hubby. Um, but, uh, but what's like. The, what's the version of wife that's not hubby? Is it wifey? Okay. So wifey, Ew. I have a whole problem with. Yeah. Because- the way that that term is used is often with like um, the bachelorette and okay. a, I'm, I'm looking for a wifey. And usually it has to do with a woman who is going to do certain roles. Like you're looking for someone oh, who will, okay. you know, like cook and clean. And it's just like wifey material. I don't know. I have no, a huge thanks. problem with people who say that. If Jay called me that, I know that's what, not what he means, you know. Yeah. But, you know is he my Batman to my Robin? No, I'm Batman. He's my Robin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I would love to I'm see the that. Doctor too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so we were, we were out eating and uh, we started talking about episodes that we could do for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then we Wikipedia, my sister Wikipedia, <laughs> no. Wikipedia, my sister Wikipedia did, mm-hmm. um, Canadian television shows A to Z or something. And okay. it, there's an alphabetical order Wikipedia post with every single Canadian television show that's ever been aired. And wow. it was insane. We got to like the bees and sh- they were laughing and seeing all the things from their childhood once I had done oh, yeah. it. And they got super excited and telling me that we had to do certain episodes. So like there is, I mean, we could just start going down the, the 
alphabet the alphabet oh, yeah. on that post and like it would take us so long to do but um mm-hmm. but yeah so I'm, I'm thinking that maybe we should explore further back mm-hmm. than our you know childhood oh definitely but um but this week we did the royal canadian air force new year's eve special new year's eve special yeah what do yeah. you think well, it's kind of a Christmas, New Year's tradition. I mean, they've been doing it for, I think, since the 80s. Or actually, I don't know when Air Force came out. Um, I think it's been on for a while, Seven. but it's something they do every year. And um, it it's was on, something I always watch. Yeah, it was on the radio in the 70s. And then wow, I think okay. it, in the 80s, it came on television. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's a longstanding mm-hmm. Um, tradition and then I think in 2008 was their final season and that and since then it was just the New Year's Eve special mm-hmm. but uh, we talked about in our Christmas episode mm-hmm. both of our families it seemed like that was mm-hmm. something that we did as a family yeah um, we wouldn't necessarily have part like a New Year's Eve party not like a large one but we may have mm-hmm. a few people over but what we always did as a family was mm-hmm. turn it on and watch the the air fire special yeah. because it was appropriate for children yeah it's usually political humor but not mm-hmm. i don't find it's um not like paving new ways into political satire like no really they're j- they're making very obvious jokes yeah but there was a couple of like actual laugh out loud moments yeah i well, <laughs> <laughs> i i had to actually rewatch a little bit of it this morning because i watched it so long ago that i couldn't remember yeah um but i think too uh with the show in general if people don't know what Royal Canadian Airverse is, which how could you not? Um, mm-hmm. But I guess it's it's kind of a variety show, a variety yep. comedy show. Um, there's different skits. So kind of think of like SNL, but like shorter and just it's all Canadian stuff, I guess. And this was, I think it was 45 minutes was a New Year special. So it was longer than... And not as much yeah. pop culture references that no. SNL does. More, there's more political, mm-hmm. more... Uh, cultural so you know skits about going to tim hortons or which Mm -hmm. you know really makes us sound lame but even following um national um athletes like Mm -hmm. alice stoico and well we had uh we had another figure skater in this episode kurt browning we did yep and we had david suzuki and we had um lloyd robertson Yes. Yeah. So we had some Canadian icons in this episode for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does David Suzuki? Yeah. Iconic. He is a Canadian royalty. Really? Yeah. Well, he, he, he we have to do um, nature of things. Yeah. We, just ha- like, we can't just talk a little bit about him. No. You can't There's... talk just a little bit about the Suzuki. You got to go. But he actually gave me my first laugh. And oh, did he? We can get to that point, but um, but I actually really enjoyed his segment, um, mostly because of what he brought to the table. But yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's a variety show essentially, mm-hmm. and um, and there was a, the original cast members. There were some of the original cast members in this special, and then there were a few others that had been in there all through, you know, nineties, mm-hmm. uh, and. So usually there was like a couple of things that you would see in a, in a New Year's Eve special. They used to have a chicken cannon where things that they didn't like that week, they would throw like meat at it. What a <laughs> waste. I know, but it was much grosser and, and I yeah. enjoyed the chicken cannon more, but I guess they got started getting like critiqued because it was just like 
you know, it's the same jokes over and over again. Mm -hmm. But for the New Year's Eve special, it's looking at the whole year and all of the things, the, you know, the top things that you really just did not like, mm -hmm. um, you would throw things at. And so in this case, um, well, I don't want to, that's a, that's a spoiler alert. We, we'll leave that for the end. <laughs> But and then what else were in uh, the New Year's Eve specials that were kind of iconic to this television show? Um, um, I just remember at the end, they usually would sing a song or they would do like all the cast would come out and you, they kind of interact with the audience is what I usually remember, like breaking down that wall. Like, mm -hmm. because, what, you know, it's filmed. I don't think this wasn't filmed live, but it was filmed in front of an audience live. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of got to break that wall down. You got to see them. Like there were so many skits, but then like you get to see them all like singing a song or like saying happy new year. And to me, that was kind of like, made me felt like I was part of the audience, which is weird as a kid. You were like, yeah, I know it's not real. <laughs> you, I might be wrong, but I felt like the old New Year's Eve specials were live. Because they might've been. I, for some reason, I felt like they had, like I, I could see when they made mistakes. Like I, mm -hmm. for some reason, I recall it being more live. This one definitely wasn't. Um, but yeah, that that we had a musical, like musical mm -hmm. number in this. We had a couple of um, references to um, <laughs> Wonder Woman and Trump, and <laughs> yeah. So we, I mean, we can go yeah. through the different the different things that they went. But uh, but anything else from like kind of our memory, and you know, it would be nice to actually mm -hmm. make that into a segment again. We did that a little bit with mm -hmm. um, our first episode, but make it like its own thing, like yeah. what it brings up. Mm -hmm. when you hear that song like yeah I um I just remember and see sometimes like in my memories I'm getting it confused with this hour is 22 minutes yeah um because they're both very similar although mm -hmm. this hour is 22 minutes is definitely has more of a political flair um but the woman um like the woman that's been on the show since forever the woman that played um Gladys in the Sears sketch yes. She, like, her face is just what I picture when I think of Royal Canadian Air Force. Like, I yeah. just picture her. And for some reason, like, I've seen her so much as a kid. I picture her as, like, someone that, like, I could run into at yeah. the mall or Tim Hortons. Like, she just seems so, like, part very of. Very approachable. Yeah. Very. And, you know, and I think you're right. I'm I'm remembering, like, Cretchen. Like, each of mm -hmm. the um, main cast would have, like, a particular character that they'd always play yeah and so the taller gentleman in this episode i remember him doing a lot of Christian, but I'm, I'm remembering other ones that i think were this hour's 22 minutes because like mm -hmm. you said a lot of it was the same characters mm -hmm. um i re <laughs> i remember a lot of um ones that stayed in my memory were pei related so there used to be a segment called peis eipis so private investigators of peis people on unemployment insurance and so oh they would go God. to a farmer and he would just say yes no no yes no like those are the things that every month every week that you're on ei you have to answer yeah. yes no or whatever it is i don't know but um and it was just it was really funny and we would talk about it like the next day you would actually talk to your coworkers about it and there was another one um where it was a new year's eve special and it was two reporters out at the mall at the zeller's mall by the way, oh has not been a Zellers at that mall for probably 40 years, but it's still wow. Zellers Mall. Um, sometimes known as the Towers Mall. And so they were out at the Towers Mall and they're like, Jane, yeah, did you see Jane? Jane was at the mall. Yeah, 
Quality Street. She just bought a bunch of Quality Street. <laughs> and then that was the, the whole skit was just then reporting on how Jane got a really good deal on Quality Street. Like it was just something oh my goodness. stupid, but it, it rang true. <laughs> well, I think too, the thing is that like, because the Royal Canadian Air Force, and I'm thinking even this hour is 22 minutes, I'm not sure if the Air Force originated in Halifax or like has a lot of East Coast ties, but a lot of the jokes I find are very... Like they hit home, they hit really close to home for Atlantic out, Canada. Out, yeah, Atlantic Canada. Yeah. And I remember there used to be a sketch. I did think it was Air Force, but actually now I think it was this hour is 22 minutes, but it could have been on either. It was, there was a segment where um, there was a mother and her son, and they were both from Newfoundland, and the segment was called This Show Sucks, but that yes. show sucks. You yes. remember that one? Yes. And like to me, that would just kill me because it was just like the mother yelling about, Hand me the flicker, change a channel. What's this? Like, you know, just like oh, this really thick sucks. accent. Yeah. yeah, that show sucks. And it was always like Coronation Street and like, yeah. you know, Peter Mansbridge on the news. And anyway, it's just, I find like the stuff that's in shows like this, it's different from a show like SNL where there's not so much focus on like being American. What does it mean? Like things that are uniquely American. This is like stuff that's uniquely Canadian. Yes. In my that, opinion. That's a good, that's a good uh, line to draw. That's kind mm. of, that was their focus. And so I think that's mm-hmm. why it could be why people are, uh, feel so much nostalgia for it. Mm-hmm. Why there are connections like, you know, I remember the PEIE IPIs. Yeah. And whereas <laughs> I don't, I don't remember skits on, well, I do remember skits on, um, <laughs> on other variety shows. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking um, kids in the hall and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, I think that that was their focus. And uh, so still a little bit of that kind of flair for this, um, this episode. So um, if you're looking to find it, um, I actually found it on YouTube, the full 45 minute yeah. episode is available on YouTube. Um, and it's, uh, they also have, um, I think it's called like airfarce.ca has a lot of information about kind of their episode, you know, Mm-hmm. I watched the full episode. I think I watched it actually the day after New Year's. Um, the whole episode um, on the C- CBC TV app, which is free. Um, right. But yeah, it is on YouTube now. But if you had that, I mean, I watched it in HD. You could stream it to your TV or whatever. They're used. I, I feel like they always had a Tim Hortons uh, mm-hmm. segment in their skits. Mm-hmm. And so for this special, they did um, Tim Hortons introducing an even darker roast. And this was my favorite skit. It was it. This is my favorite skin. The whole, the whole idea is that they're launching a new blend of coffee and it features Canadians deepest, darkest secrets that um, Canadians would kind of breathe in the aroma and then just kind of sometimes quite loudly say what the thing that's really, really bothering them. Yeah. They'd scream things they hate into the coffee, (laughs) the darkest things. And one that um, there's, there's two that really made me laugh. Um, one of them was when the man went up to the counter and he accepted it and he, he yelled into his coffee and he said, you know, Canada does not like, what was it? Um, Canada, Canada will not admit a, that we have a race problem or something. Yes. Canada has a deep seated, um, race issue and yeah. we are not wanting to talk about it. And, it yeah. and that was the first thing they said and they never approached it again, but yeah, it was really funny. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it and it's true. Yeah, and we do. I, it's true. Yeah. And it's just funny because it was you know, that was said, but also what was the other one that I laughed at? Um, oh, and the, the worker yelled into it and he said, um, all my favorite stores have now been turned into shoppers drug marts. <laughs> and I thought this is like, this is so true. <laughs> like, there was, I, it, it was, 
a more subtle, maybe not subtle is the right word, but it, it was a little bit more, um, satirical, I guess, mm-hmm. than some of their other skits where I feel like it was just, there wasn't a, a lot of, there weren't a lot of lulls. <laughs> I, I really liked it because I just like the image of like the workers yelling into the coffee was funny to me for some reason. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just liked it. It's like, you know, that's the thing. Do you remember all those really foolish ads that Tim Hortons ran when they came out with a darker oh, yeah. roast? And oh, they yeah. had like, they had people blindfolded and they came into a completely dark Tim Hortons to just taste a really crappy coffee. I'm sorry, but if you go to Tim Hortons for a coffee, their coffee's not good. I don't, no. I don't think that's an unpopular if opinion. You, if you want a cheap coffee, you might as well go to McDonald's. Yeah. Their dark roast is better, mm. but, but it's, um, no, I, but you know, I don't know. Some, some people really do enjoy that coffee. I, if you like dishwater, maybe. <laughs> I mean, Slam. come on. If you okay, if you have an option between Tim Hortons and Robbins, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have either. <gasps> Blasphemy. <laughs> I honestly don't even know if I've ever had a cup of Robbins. Oh, okay, well then maybe you'll need to try it sometime. Yeah, Robbins coffee maybe, is way maybe better. Maybe I should. People, from what I've noticed, is that the first place that you used to drink coffee is the place that you hold your um, allegiance to. So I had a coworker and he only drank Robbins and he, that was the only place he ever had coffee before. And that was the first one he had and he never had Tim Hortons. And that's the one that he, if he was going for a coffee run, you better appreciate that he's only going to Mm. Robbins. And I mean, my sample size is very small, Mm. but (laughs) But I, but I had this idea, like, I, I wondered if it, it had to do with, like, your first, your first introduction to it. No, my first introduction was, um, actually at work, um, I, I tried some. No, I shouldn't say that. It was Starbucks. I lived in Halifax. I, I succumbed to the pumpkin spice latte fiasco. And then, yeah, I went from there. And then I started drinking regular coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just find Tim Hortons, I remember I got one one time. And I just thought, like, this is gross. This is burnt. And it's so burnt. And it just tastes like dishwater. Sorry, everyone. This is is our opinions. Of course, our opinions. Like, we're not, this isn't slander, you know. We're just, we're just saying, and we're not saying you have terrible taste. We just don't agree with your taste. Yes. Thank you for, thank you for covering up my, (laughs) my blasphemous Tim Hortons claims. (laughs) No, I think everyone knows at this stage that I have no backbone and that I'm constantly going to, <laughs> and you just tell it like it is. Like if maybe we need to tell it like it is gals on this, uh, on this podcast, but <laughs> even if, uh, even if 2018, I'm more mm-hmm. open about my feelings, I'm still gonna. <laughs> well, even I think the little thing about Tim Hortons I want to bring up is that they are going to start charging more on their breakfast sandwiches because the minimum wage in Ontario has gone up to $15 an hour. So instead of like, like maybe taking a little bit of a cut on their bottom line, yeah. they want to charge us more. Which, excuse me, it's a boycott Tim Hortons. Yeah, there's it's a very large thing going on right now in our mm-hmm. um, in media. Another ep- mm-hmm. thing that they did, unless you wanted to stay on on the Tim Hortons. Um, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I think I've said all my. All my <laughs> I think I've said my piece about Tim Hortons. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> So we had a science, <laughs> science one in a science room oh. with a science chart and a science book. Now the only thing, and you do science a couple more times. Well, well, like, that was their game. joke. That was their joke, right? Was like, okay, yeah, I, I think remember. it would have been funnier. There was these two millennials, and they were doing okay. Something. No, they weren't even millennials. They were still in high school. 
Right. Okay. So what? We're um, millennials. They're yes, like we're millennials. What are they? Oh, I I knew this. They're babies. I, yeah, they are. <laughs> so, but you know what? It's not their fault. Stop saying no. it's their fault. However, <laughs> um, they were doing a science fair uh, project on climate change, and then they just start talking, and you see them like it goes into another um, scene where there's a scientist holding a book that says science book and he in the back room it says science room and I think it would have been funnier if they hadn't said it like in a science book with a science chart I think it would have been funnier to leave it like that but that's just my opinion I felt like it was a little obvious but Mm -hmm. I also noticed it was in the same format as drunk history oh yeah so have you ever watched drunk history It's it's hilarious. I I love my me some drunk history. It's very funny. Drunk history UK is very interesting too. It's like you know. Oh, I didn't know they had a UK one. Yeah, yeah, and okay. um, and uh, anyway, so the whole point of that kind of format is that you have two people talking, usually a little bit. Well, in drunk history, they're drunk, but in this case, it's girls talking with a like a valley girl type of voice, mm-hmm. and then you have only men reenacting what they're saying including david suzuki and he's pretending like he's a teenage girl saying it and he actually did a really good good job that's that's where my first laugh out loud moment came was when he was talking about dry shampoo and how dry shampoo is one of the main issues is like the aerosols and that can also lead to um you know issues with our um <laughs> climate change and they're like dry shampoo and he like does that with his hair <laughs> really funny and i <laughs> and i think it was also it resonated because i had to have a come to jesus moment where i was like i can't use aerosol dry shampoo and i really because it was it's not environmentally friendly and i have to use powder and it doesn't work as well people doesn't work as well like no but I had that moment, but David Suzuki wasn't involved, and I kind of wish he was involved in my dry shampoo moment. David Suzuki knocks <laughs> in your window, and he's like, "This is bad." <laughs> Anyways, you can you feel free to describe that a little bit better than me, but um, oh, I think that's it's pretty good. I think yeah, it was kind of like what you said. They're doing a science experiment, and as they're explaining it, it's like other people doing it, but with their accents, and it's. And then also there's Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Not actually Jon Snow, but no, like no, no. someone playing him, um, which is weird. <laughs> right, right. The reason why, because they were implying that we were going to see um, more yeah. cold weather as a result of, um, you know, mm-hmm. the changes in our our, our climate. And mm-hmm. he, they were saying, like, we have to be more like Jon Snow. And he's been saying the winter's coming and no one's listening. And then he just pops into the frame and he's trying to like talk about climate change mm-hmm. in his full garb game of thrones garb yeah so that was the joke was that it was like they're talking about winter is coming and stuff like that but then they said um, something like oh he's so hot and then then they said david suzuki was so hot and then i got really weirded out about that did you it was a little weird because it's like there are teenagers and like david suzuki's like <laughs> 70 he have, well yes okay <laughs> when we were kids he wasn't that old it's true. He would have been only like fifty. In like fifties. I don't okay. know. I I think he was younger. And I mean, I think. I mean, I, I know that was a joke. I know it was a joke, but still, like, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> I did you ever have like a crush on a man that was way older because of like what he stood for? I didn't have a crush on David Suzuki. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
one of us did not have a crush on David Suzuki. That's all we have to talk about. Just, just okay. one person. I mean, just you one, do the math. one person didn't do it. You do the uh, math. So moving on, we <laughs> there was a so table. Let's learn a lot about Ashley. <laughs> Just Listen, <laughs> I watched Captain Planet and David Suzuki was on. Like it, it, it did form the person that I am today. And and you do have crushes. It's not. It's. <laughs> no. It's, it's what it is, guys. <laughs> it is what it is. Spanish it is last words. <laughs> um, Taylor Swift came in again. Not Taylor Swift. Um, but mm. as a. Um, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. yeah. And I have never, I haven't read the book or watched the show yet, but I know what it's about. But I still don't know what they're called. I don't know. Um, they're called handmaids, handmaidens. Um, Handmaid- I, oh, I read, okay. I read some of the book and okay. it's dark. Like I mean, like yeah. It's, and then I think that the show is supposed to be much darker. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it and you know it, it is about um, like living in a patriarchal world and and you know it's. It's not a um, a fun little jaunt. No. It, you know, and we don't have to go into the, the storyline of the handmaiden sale, but, um, <laughs> but it was just, it was jarring. I don't know. I found that skit jarring. I found it was like, and I think you, you mentioned this at the beginning, when we were younger, it, most of it was live. I think a lot of these skits were pre-recorded and they had a lot of production value. Yeah. And I found like, but it wasn't enough to make it look really slick. Just enough to make it like, yeah, it, it yeah, not well done. No, it was and, yeah. But I just didn't find it funny. Like I, it was true. Like a lot of the things they were saying mm-hmm. was true. Like it's you know because it's all about women being like under the thumb of men. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, it was supposed to be like this female empowerment song. Yeah, it was yeah. Okay. I like the end when she picked up the phone and she's calling Margaret Atwood. I thought that was kind of funny. Really? When Taylor Swift, when, cause I the, thought that was lame. Well, do you know the, like the original song though? No. In the video? See, I think if you knew the song of video, I because think, yeah. the part in the song, it says she's like, oh, like, you know, I guess, oh, I'm going to butcher this. The gist is that someone calls and she's like, oh, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? She's dead. And she hangs up. So it was like, she was calling Margaret Atwood as part of the video and she just okay. was having none of it. And I thought thank, that was kind of funny. Thank Sorry. you for that. That actually, <laughs> that helps a little yeah. bit. And, um, so okay, so that was fine. Kim Jong Un. I did not like that at all. Really? I did not like. I, I thought it was very kind of distasteful. Kind of. Fun. I I think it was because that's how I skate. Okay, okay. I was just thinking overall the whole skit. I thought was incredibly like. I found some of the humor in it weird. Like, like there's one part where he had to do a urine test. Oh yeah, and, and then it's like that stuff was like really like, and the way they made him talk, like the I know like they put an accent and it was like, just really, it felt really juvenile. And the whole yeah. idea could have been better. I think if they had to just focus on like him skating with Kurt Browning, it would have been funnier. Yeah, like I think. But anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to rain on your. No, brain. no, I I agree. I the part that I enjoyed was him skating, mm-hmm. and um and I and I did like the the guest stars like his performance like Kurt Browning did a great job oh, yeah and uh like and I mean he's he's a Canadian icon too mm-hmm. like that especially I would say 10 years ago like I just I felt like oh, I yeah. always he was just always in the media mm-hmm. even when he had hair and he was uh, that curly hair like it was just he was always in the media I don't know why we love our figure skaters we like, just Elvis do Stoico, all of uh, um Scott Moore and Tessa Virtue people yeah. are losing their minds over people them people love 
And I don't yeah. know if, I mean, I guess I've watched some figure skating in the Olympics, but I don't know if Canadians actually watch it, but we love our figure skaters. We do. And also too, <laughs> I laugh when in that part in that skate where they open up like the Kurt Browning cage and he comes out and he says like something about Elvis Stoiko and the the girl playing, well, Kim Jong, whatever, mm-hmm. says, yeah, who? Elvis who? He says, oh, we'll get along just fine. <laughs> that was kind of funny because they were like such competitors. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did chuckle at that, yeah. Yeah, the Dennis Rodman scenes, like, that sounds like what you didn't necessarily like. But, I, I, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't mind it. Like, it wasn't it, – I, I actually did have a couple of, like, you know, like, teehees about it. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with – well, no, I, I – the Wonder Woman skit um, versus Donald Trump, it had, again – Mm-hmm. good production value yeah. i would say mm-hmm. i wasn't like the thing is like i just didn't find i found the ones that have more production value i didn't enjoy as much like i yeah. didn't find it as funny because mm-hmm. they were putting so much work into making it look good yeah i mean there are i think there's more clever ways to make fun of trump it's just that that's the thing yeah. um the sears employee thing like that one had it didn't take very much it just had like three mm-hmm. characters but i found it like more enjoyable but maybe because mm-hmm. it, they're making more of a statement about it yeah and, i think yeah. it's it's also too it's like everyone knows sears yeah and like you all know people like that that would have worked in sears or the oh, Bay yeah or whatever so that's why it was, yeah. and essentially it's the sears employees who are mm-hmm. um and they have like an outplacement counselor so someone who's looking after them um now that they're you know the liquidation is, is happening and, and they're basically losing their job losing their pension losing all their benefits things like that mm-hmm. and um and they have a very perky person and trying to get them through this and they ju- and yeah so it's just not much more to say about it like they don't like yeah. the perky attitude and um <laughs> i mean who I'm would very, please please like help me here these air. people are are laid off the, the whole see it, you know it's turning a skit into something that is quite a downer um that happened in the last year or so and so i guess the whole joke was that even though these people are, are being laid off and they're losing their pensions they're still better off than this woman who i guess the whole joke was that her house burnt down because her cat ate a cord and she's without a house and she was living in a motel but she was still really optimistic and all the people banded together because they realized that their lives being a former Sears employees were still better than this woman whose house burnt down, which I don't know how I felt about that. But. Yeah. That's a very good summation. Um, I feel like that's kind of the, uh, the, the thing that I had problem with like Trump and the thing I had mm. a problem with handmaid's tale. Like it's just, it, it's trying to make light of something that I, I don't know if it was really mm-hmm. well placed. Um, we're making fun of, Trudeau and uh, and him like doing all these selfies and stuff like that Ugh. when they're trying to where I mean like that at least is not I mean it's obviously a dark subject mm-hmm. looking at uh, First Nation rights yeah. but I, I feel like it was at least a little bit less um, less of a dark subject matter to touch on but mm-hmm. overall like I, I you know we're just touching on a couple of the skits and it's mm-hmm. kind of easier to do this type of format to go like skit to skit um mm-hmm rather than talking about plots because we all know how terrible we are at describing plots <laughs> well this too i mean there is no plot it's just a bunch of they're not even connected skits it's just things that happened in the past year and they're just skits about things yeah but then their final their finale is where they choose um they do an f-bomb and so they mm-hmm. choose um five 
people usually um, who really, really um, people banded together in their dislike and they throw things at. And I felt like it wasn't as visceral. Like when you stuffed mm-hmm. the chicken cannon with things and then it felt like it actually like ripped a hole in it. Like it felt more, I don't know, cathartic. Like you'd get a little bit more of a reaction. Whereas this, they're just yeah. dropping like pink. Goop. Colored goop. Yeah. So they yeah. had, um, obviously they had Trump. That mm-hmm. was their finale. Uh, they had the um, uh, Sears was another. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember because I watched, I didn't watch the ending. I didn't rewatch that today. Yeah. Um, um, was one of our politicians, was uh, Bill Morneau on there? Was he? Someone? Oh, I don't know. All, of them, all of the men in um, Hollywood who have been oh, yes. brought out uh, with accusations of mm-hmm. sexual assault were, were splattered. Okay. Barely, I think um and uh yeah um hmm. two others that definitely were memorable definitely so memorable that we can't even talk about them yeah so this is where i have like an issue with it it doesn't feel as i don't have as much of a emotional mm-hmm. with this segment where i remember having much more of a uh-huh. and there i mean really some terrible stuff happened this year oh yeah and it just, I don't know. It just didn't feel like we had that kind of release that we used to have. But mm-hmm. again, maybe I'm just glorifying this segment. From you my just childhood. really want the chicken cannon back. Maybe I just want <laughs> yeah. Dear Air Force, mm-hmm. next year for Christmas, ask for one chicken cannon. Yes. Yes, please. Thank you. Even if you put but rubber chickens in it. But I don't want the mess in my life. Like, I don't want... I no. Mean, no, because that would just cause me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. I'd have to clean, and I and that was half of the thing, though. That I would would worry about the person who had to clean it up. Yeah. Um, and they, you did see the audience in that segment. They were mm-hmm. given um, plastic sheets to go put over them, mm-hmm. and at the end, the whole cast went out. And I think the new cast, like the people they brought in, I actually really enjoyed. Sometimes I find mm-hmm. them like it's a little jarring, but mm-hmm. I feel like they did a really great job. I really, yeah. yeah so I, I mean, I don't think that there was anyone that stand out stood out to me as not being a good fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had Don Ferguson, Luba Goy. I think uh, she's the woman that you were saying is the every, every woman that you'd see anywhere, but and, you know, you easily mm-hmm. recognizable. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Holmes, Craig Lawson, Daryl Hines, Lisa Gilroy, uh, Chris Wilson, Isabel Canon, And then we had David Suzuki, Kurt Browning and Lloyd Robinson. Mm-hmm. Robertson. Um, which is pretty good got some mm -hmm. good canadian guest stars i mean how could this not be one of our if we're looking at the canadian Mm -hmm. scale i think it's oh yeah like i mean it it is it's very high it's extremely high it meets all of our requirements our categories and it's it's part of our childhood it's at least the new year's Eve specials are still Mm -hmm. ongoing and um i i hope they continue I don't know if I need them every week. Like, I, I no. Don't why the show is? My understanding is that the show is no longer. It's only New Year's Eve specials. Mm-hmm. But I'm. I think it's still a nice tradition to keep up with. And it is. It is a tradition. Like that's what, you know, we're talking about this over Christmas and like the Christmas and New Year's, and it's it's one of those things that you know, even though it's not on a weekly basis, like you said, having it once a year, people are still going to watch it because there is that nostalgia and tradition. Mm-hmm. 
But, and also I think too, like after we're discussing it, you know, 2017 was a weird year. It was a rough year. And so I think it makes sense that maybe some of the skits were darker and maybe there weren't as many things to laugh about. Yeah. Um, but it was still funny, but I do think they didn't mention, um, like Gord Downey wasn't mentioned at all. Yes, he was. Was he? They had a weird segment where a guy was just randomly singing about- Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yes, that was yeah. a whole Gord Downey sketch, which was awful. Yeah. And I blocked it in my mind. So I felt like it wasn't a tribute. No. Maybe mm-hmm. because we've seen so many tributes. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the, but the whole idea is that there's a bunch of millennials, even though I put that in yeah. air quotes, sitting yeah. around in a cabin and they're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we don't have a Canadian musician that really resonates with the whole country anymore. Mm-hmm. And they, and then someone's making a joke that Beavers are next, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so one of the guys took out a guitar and said, no, I can be the next one. And he was just randomly stating facts about Canada mm-hmm. and it was terrible and it I feel like they should either have pushed it further mm-hmm. or they should have had it be more of a tribute but they didn't do either and so it wasn't yeah. too it wasn't funny enough to be like okay you're just gonna go for laughs and because probably they were trying to be you know mm-hmm. conscious and, and polite and um, respectful but at the end they were just like they just cheersed Gore Downing. Like that was just, that was the end. They're like, yeah, I guess, you know, it's hard to fill like his role. And then they just cheers. And it was just strange. Well, you know, it's funny until you said that I completely forgot that skit was there because that's how not like not memorable it was. Mm-hmm. And also like, as you were recapping that, I remember it. And I remember because I watched this, but you know, almost two weeks ago feeling like it was a disservice because yours, you know, we went from having, you know, universally loved and respected, you know, singer, songwriter, poet, author, who spoke to Canada on so many levels. And the joke is that this guy can do it just by rhyming off a bunch of like easily Canadian things. Yeah. And it's like, that's doing it a disservice almost. Yeah. And I think that the idea was that it, it does, that's not what it is that it's, you know, it's so much more than that. So if someone says that's Mm -hmm. all it is then, but it wasn't, wasn't clear enough. Yeah, and it exactly. was, and that, and that, if that's the joke, that's not fun. It's just not a very mm-hmm. clever joke. So, yeah, I, I don't mean to be hard on some of these skits. Um, overall, I, I kind of enjoyed mm-hmm. the whole episode, and like I said, I'm watching it for the tradition of it. It really yeah. is my New Year's tradition, and it will continue to be as long as it's still on. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it was just yeah, 2017. I had a, I had a good 2017 but the world had a not so great 2017 and I feel like that's um yeah that that would shape the way that they would take this episode Mm -hmm. I think they also did a 150 episode I didn't watch that one oh a Canada 150 huh that makes sense oh yeah this past year was our 150 (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is it's also a weird thing because I don't know. I found like there's a lot of controversy around 150 this year, which I guess because it's like, yes, it's 150 years of like being Canada, but then it's like, does that discredit like the First Nations people mm-hmm. that were here before us? So it's like, it was a weird year for Canada too. It was like, yeah. yes, it was a weird year for the world, but also it was also a really weird year for Canada. Yep. Yeah. So it makes sense that it was a weird episode then. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's not that it was a bad episode. It just, it felt, yeah, it felt a little, a little strange. Yeah. So I, overall, I give it like, I give it a, a solid four, maybe even 4.5. Mm-hmm. Like it was, a, it was a good watch. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't want to fast forward like 40 mm-hmm. minutes is, it's like, that's, that is mm-hmm. long. I know that sounds silly, but that is long. It and is. So, and I was entertained. And um, I feel like if you're trying to think about traditions and you want to think of a Canadian tradition, I, I think mm-hmm. this is a very strong example of a Canadian holiday tradition. I agree. I, I give it, I would give it a solid four as well. And, you know, for being 45 minutes, there were lots of skits. So you weren't, if you're watching something you knew it would be over in a minute or two anyway. Um, and I find all the actors were, were good and I feel like they all did a a good job. Um, I just, yeah. And I think too, like to have one year that was kind of mediocre doesn't really taint anything that might come out in the future. I'll still watch it. I just think that, you know, knowing that it was a weird year. So obviously the new year recap is going to be a little weird too. Watch it for the Tim Horton skit. Yeah, and the David Actually, Suzuki skit. And you can watch both those skits on their website just on its own. So, mm-hmm. like, just watch the skits. You don't have to watch the whole episode. Watch the skits, maybe skip, like... Um, so, you know, I would probably... I'd watch the Tim Horton skip. Again, mm-hmm. skit, I'd, you can go to airfirst.com and watch all these. I mm-hmm. would watch the um, Climate Change, David Suzuki one. I would watch the Sears. And if you can't... I think that's probably all you need to watch. <laughs> that's all I would watch. Maybe the... The King Jong Un, um, if if you're if, if you, you like feeling, her Browning, yeah. If you're feeling, you know, if if you're also non graceful when you <laughs> when you skate, <laughs> or um, yeah. So solid four. I hope everyone had a good holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, we we did it, and all the positivity for 2018. It's gonna be great. Yes, exactly. Great. Good things love will happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so excited and so excited for this year we're already 13 days in or four, 14 days in yeah wow two but, two whole weeks and we're uh, this is our first episode of 2018 mm-hmm. we so, are we are getting to this is episode 11 i mean i can't believe oh my goodness i kept doing this <laughs> i know it's been crazy well it's funny i was recounting to a friend i was saying all the episodes we did and i was like wow we did a lot we did she also For suggested a- we do degrassi at some point yes i i think on our radar i think we have to do a original series yes it's starting junior high right it was degrassi junior high and yes. then it was degrassi and then it was degrassi the next generation and mm-hmm. then Degrassi's on my gut or whatever like when they get yeah. older so I think we have to do like a four-part special I'm down yeah yeah and it's funny too we were talking and this is like sort of related but a couple of weeks ago at work we were talking about um Canadian things and um for some reason we were talking about Degrassi and then we were talking we were talking about Drake now Drake used to play Jimmy in Degrassi. Yeah. And then I said, do you remember his music video where he's in Shoppers Drug Mart making it rain in the aisles with money because he used to work there? And like my coworkers were like, no. And so we were, we were playing, started from the bottom, the YouTube video. And like watching it, we're like Drake and his friends are dressed up in Shoppers Drug Mart uniforms so in fun. the aisles, like stocking the shelves, like dancing. And it was just like peak Canadian. I was like, this is so awkward. <laughs> And I mean, I remember the episode where he got shot. 
spoiler yeah. alert for 20 years ago and yeah. he, he ends up in the wheelchair and i like i mean he's a he's a decent actor I, well and now he only raps i don't think he wants to act anymore yeah which is strange but like yeah mm -hmm. it, it, it's very canadian um not mm -hmm. that not not wanting to act and only rap yeah that's no that's drake be drake <laughs> using a music video where he's in shoppers drug mart it's yes. like peak canadian like yeah. that's no is shoppers drug mart a Atlantic Canadian thing, or is that across the board? Is there a shop um, everywhere, or would they I think in certain food? provinces, I think in Montreal, it's like Pharma Pricks or Pharma Pre yeah. or something. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it is across at least central and eastern Canada. I okay. think I don't. It might be different at west, although I'm not sure. But you have them BEI too, right? Choppers. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're definitely an Atlantic Canadian thing. Well, they um, would be in Toronto too, because that's where he grew up. And okay, he worked right. at Choppers, yep. so. Um, so for next, for the next season, for the next season, um, the next, next episode, episode, uh, we will, we did something recent that we could do something. We could start the season, right? Like 2018 season, right? By going like, let's do a four part Degrassi. Let's go back to school. Let's <laughs> oh. Going back to school. Buckle up. <laughs> get your lunch boxes. No, wait. Get your lunch bags. Lunch back bags. Then I think that they probably had like a metal tin. I don't know. Get your. Oh, what's the Canadian thing too? Where it's like, do you call it a scribbler or a notebook? Oh, dude, what did I call it? Well, okay, so PEI, you called it a kit bag instead of a backpack. We had that conversation before, yeah, yeah. kit bag. And when I moved to Nova Scotia, this was, like, be beaten into me that it was wrong. <laughs> like, I was made fun of. I'm like, I'm not in high school anymore. Why am I being made fun of for calling it a kit bag? And they're like, why? Why do you have kits? I'm like, didn't you have, like, a little pencil kit? I don't know why it's called that. We have a lot of weird no, things it's, going it's on on the island. Backpack, backpack or school bag. Yeah, so I, I have changed <laughs> my, my wording of that. But, um... So, you know, we're going to tease some hair. Mm -hmm. We're going to wear some neon. Yeah. And no one will be able to be able to confirm or deny it because it's a podcast. Yes. And it's head to toe denim. Head to toe. Canadian the tuxedo. Time, the next time that we podcast, we are going to be in a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Canadian tuxedo time. I'm ready cracking for this. Out the, cracking out the old tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. And this is, this is going to be good. That's, a, that's exciting. I'm excited. Okay. You know what? I've... I have never watched any of the old Degrassi, like full episodes. And I actually have, I have a couple little Degrassi stories that I can insert that actually relate to when I was a teacher. So nice. yeah, we're going to have to drop some knowledge in the Degrassi series. Well, and, and like Caitlin, Caitlin studied to be a teacher. She taught. And uh, so like she can bring that, that side to this. I'm gonna bring it. And also not only did I teach, but I had to sit in on a class who was watching Degrassi for health no. class. Yeah. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we have to watch an episode yeah. where they're in a health class then. Oh, man. I don't know if we can get that meta. We're, we're going to break all... This is going to be some Black yeah. Mirror shit. <laughs> yeah, this is... Oh, Black Mirror it up. Yep. Yep. Okay, so uh, we'll see you guys in probably... I would say it's going to be... A few weeks. A few weeks. So we'll see you in February, guys. We're going to... The month of February is going to be Degrassi month. Degrassi month. I'm I'm down. I'm down too. It'll okay. be a blast. All right. Happy New Year's everybody. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. -bye.